luminaries, talking to the brightest minds in tech. We are technologists and we share an awesome responsibility. The next three decades will hold even more progress, coming more quickly than ever before. A new age of miracles is literally just around the corner. Your hosts are Mark Schaefer and Douglas Carr. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Luminaries, where we talk to the brightest minds in tech. This is Mark Schaefer, your co-host with Douglas Carr, sitting beside me here. We're getting to do a, a live show today. Doug, what's we're gonna, going on? We're going to launch this podcast? We're going to launch it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little play on words there. I mean, we're going to talk today, certainly, about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, air travel. <laughs> uh, I'm a consultant and a speaker, and I literally couldn't have a career without being on a plane. So, I mean, thank goodness for that. But, you know, as I was preparing for our show today, I learned that there's really a storm coming. There's a storm on the on the horizon of the industry. There's forecasts calling for a, dr a drastic shortage of pilots. That was new to me. It was new to me, too. I was shocked by the numbers. Yeah. So today we're going to actually talk to someone who's doing something about it. Uh, our guest today is Ed uh, Bagnan, and he is leading a revolution in pilot training. Uh, he's the Associate Director of Flight Operations and Safety at Lyft Academy, and he's using technology to help the industry overcome this problem. Uh, I suppose you can say they're taking pilot training to new heights, Doug. Oh, no. Are we going to do this the whole podcast? Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it, it could go either way. But, you know, and the thing is, you know, people accuse me of doing dad jokes. I just think it's a joke. Call it what it is. Welcome to the show, Ed. <laughs> Thanks so we much. I'm really have, happy to be here. We actually have someone sitting here with us that's yeah. not me, yeah. and, me and Doug. Yeah, so very, very, very interesting topic. And I was preparing for the show. Uh, the notes that were provided to me said that you're challenging the paradigm of professional pilot training. And I've got to think, there's a lot of people that don't want to touch that, <laughs> that they don't want to change the paradigm of pilot training, that this is actually rather something sacred. So tell us a little bit, Ed, about how Lyft is using technology to change the game in pilot training. Sure. So, you know, I, I love what you just said there where it's, you know, obviously you don't want to change something that's worked so well. You know, we're at unprecedented levels of safety right now yeah. when it comes to air travel, airline operations, especially in the United States. Uh, it's, it's really remarkable. But, um, you know, we look at things. I think a great example of it is uh, when we talk about, like, learning flows and procedures, checklists, uh, when we're training pilots – the way we do that typically is by sitting in front of a poster of a cockpit, a picture of the cockpit, mm. and reaching out and touching imaginary knobs, buttons, really? and switches. Yeah, that's that. that's the way we do it. And and because we're, we're so hesitant to, to embrace new technologies and, and kind of challenge that paradigm, it, it just it hasn't changed. I mean, that's, that's the way we've done it for the last 50 years. And we don't want to obviously take away from the things that, that, that drive safety in our industry, but... We do want to embrace new technologies. Uh, virtual reality is something we've we've used already to share the magic of flight with people, and we'll, I, we could probably talk about that. I think there's a question on here oh, yeah. to to talk about our Lyft Lab, but um, things like that are, are really things that we're interested in because we think that we can actually you know, enhance the training experience and make flying even safer. Mm -hmm. Incredible. The the uh, 
first, I'm going to start out because I get to do this. You're from Indianapolis. We have our first Indianapolis guest. So welcome. Uh, for people that don't know on the show, I'm from Indianapolis as well. The Circle City. The Circle City. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful town. Um Ed, uh, I, di- I didn't realize this, but Lyft is actually owned by Republic Air- Airlines. And, uh, and so can you talk about the relationship with the companies and, and how it developed? Yeah, of course. So uh, Republic is where I actually uh, started working. I was hired as a pilot at Republic in 2012. Um, before I came to Lyft, I was an airline captain and manager of flight operations at the airline. Uh, worked with a lot of our manuals, our procedures, our safety programs, um, And then had the opportunity to join Lyft, which is just something that is, again, just absolutely groundbreaking in the industry. Um, You know, Republic, we're looking at, you know, industry-wide, nearly 800,000 pilots over the next 10 years globally. Um, And at our airline, we're going to have a really large demand for pilots. So uh, we we didn't want to just rely on our typical sources for for our, our pilot candidates. You know, we've got great university partners. We've got great flight schools we work with. But... Looking at what's coming, we, we can't just, just count on that to, to, to meet our needs. So we decided to vertically integrate um, our pilot supply. You know, right now we fly about 200 Embraer jets at Republic, uh, right around 1,000 flights a day. And, and we, we only expect that to grow. So in order to meet that demand, we, we figured the best way to do it was to make our own pilots, to make our own pilot school and to train people using the, the, the same policies and procedures that we use at Republic to fly fly the big jets we use in our, our small training aircraft. It's really great. But you, you mentioned this gap in, in, in the number of pilots that's going to be needed to uh, fly all these flights in the future. And, like, when I looked at these statistics, it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's just off the radar screen uh, for a lot of people. So what's behind this? Is it... More, too many flights or not enough pilots or a combination of both. But I mean, this is really sort of, you're facing a crisis here. It is an absolute crisis, existential existential crisis yeah, to our industry, airline. right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is something we've talked about behind the cockpit door for, for years, right? Um, hmm. The mandatory retirement age for pilots is 65. That's from the, you know, the, the government, the federal oh. government. So wow. at 65, you can no longer fly an airliner. Okay. And, um, you know, you travel a lot, both of you. Um, yeah. If you look up front, a lot of times you're kind of seeing people that are going to be rapidly approaching that age. So yeah. we've got this huge age out issue. Um, and like I said, we've talked about this for years as, as pilots, right? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? It was it was originally 60 years old. About six years ago, they extended it to 65 to kind of put a Band-Aid on it, right? Yeah. Well, what's the comprehensive fix? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm really excited and proud to work for an organization that decided yeah. to address this issue head on mm-hmm. and actually create their own fix for it. Mm-hmm. Is, is the is – the, I'm curious. Is it a recruitment issue? Is it a, the length of time that it takes to train people issue? You know, what, what is it all those pieces? I think it's a lot of things. Um, one of the biggest barriers to entry into aviation is cost. Becoming a pilot is very expensive. And one of the things we've done is is try to reduce that barrier to entry. So Republic is subsidizing a portion of the the cost of training for Lyft students, which is excellent. Um, The other thing that's really cool about what we do is we we do aptitude testing on the front end. So when someone applies for our program, they come to Lyft, they meet with us, we show them the facility, the aircraft, talk to them about what we do, but we sit them down on a computer and do a, a multi-panel aptitude test. So we test things like hand-eye coordination, arithmetic, 
spatial orientation, all these different competencies that have proven to, to lead to successful outcomes in pilot training. We also do a one-on-one interview because when a student comes to Lyft, uh, you know, on, upon successful completion of our program, they're hired as a first officer at our airline. So we want to make sure we're getting the right people in on the front end. And that's something that no pilot school has ever done in the United States is, is testing applicants on the front end. Typically, really? the, that's shocking. It is. Typically, the really biggest is. you know criteria for entry into a flight school is do you have the money to pay for it? Mm. That's wow. not our approach. Yeah, yeah. So now do you see an opportunity that you could be a, a service beyond Republic Airways? Is that kind of on the horizon that uh, you could be training pilots just uh, globally? You know, it's an interesting question. Right now, our, our major focus is serving the needs of Republic. Um, we, you know, at, at full scale, plan to train over 300 pilots a year. Um, and honestly, that won't even meet the needs of the airline over the next 10 years. So, wow. your airline? Yes. Wow. Of Republic. So, yeah. even at full scale, uh, what we're looking at right now, we, we still ha- would have room to grow to service the needs of our own organization. And technology, of course plays a huge role in this. And I'm curious to learn more about, um, you know, how you're utilizing technology, virtual reality, uh, and then, you know, how you're partnering, you know, between the airlines, researchers, universities. It's it's quite comprehensive, the program that you've put together. It is, yeah. I, you know, I kind of want to touch on something that's that's really fun that we do at Lyft, which Let's is, do it. <laughs> is the Lyft Lab. Uh, it's a, a truck, a Ford Transit truck that we build a custom body on. Uh, in the back of it, it has you know, four Dell Precision Towers, VR headsets, and we take this thing all over the place. We take it to high schools, middle schools, STEM fairs. We take it to fun events around Indianapolis, Indiana, and actually across the country. And what you do is you go in, you sit down, and for five minutes you have a lift instructor talking to you, teaching you about how to fly an airplane, basically. And after getting the, the brief intro from the instructor, you grab the controls, the joystick, the throttles, and you actually fly the airplane to a landing. Wow. And uh, it's, it's really cool. So traditionally, you know, if we, if we look at how this normally works is uh, a person interested in flight goes to the local airport, you pay 50 or $100, you go take a 20, 30-minute flight in an airplane. Well, we're now able to take that experience to, to you know, entirely new audiences, mm-hmm. which is incredible, and, and share the magic of flight. VR, obviously an incredible technology. I've been really interested in it personally, which is why I thought it would be such a great thing to use with Lyft. And it just, the, the, the true magic of flight you can now bring to, you know, 500, 1,000 kids in a day where typically with, with an airplane, maybe you could do five in a day. Wow. And it's really exciting. So, so getting back to the, <clears throat> are you developing a technology Yourself, are you developing a core competency in developing virtual reality, or is this coming from somewhere else? So the software we use is developed by a third party. Um, it's called Fly Inside. They they originally started making a plugin for Microsoft Flight Simulator and ended up making their own simulator. We've worked with them to develop this this bespoke experience. I'm excited to work with you know an organization like that. It, it may be Fly Inside, it may be someone else, but. Uh, to, to actually do real training. So this is a, a fun experience, right? This yeah. is getting people excited about flying, which is really important. But I'm, I'm excited to do real training where we get away from that poster I talked about earlier where you sit down and 
reach out and touch imaginary knobs and switches, right? And actually do something interactive with VR where a student could sit down in the cockpit, run through procedures, and you know, if if a step is missed or a, an error is made, be coached by the software, right? That's the value brought by that is is immense. And th- those are the kind of things we really want to embrace going forward. So you mentioned in the truck you've got these these Dell towers. And so are you partnering with Dell in some way on this as well to kind of, you know, bring this to life? Absolutely. Yeah. We actually have a version of our lift lab, our, our flight experience here at DTW, which is really cool. And please. Dell technology world. Correct. <laughs> Dell technology. DTW, world. not Dallas Fort Worth. No, no, no. <laughs> DFW, DFW, right? Yeah. So Dell technologies. Welcome world. to uh, DFW. Absolutely. And we, we've got it here and we, we had an open last night. We'll have it open the whole week and, mm-hmm. and people seem to really be enjoying it. But yeah, we partner with Dell in, in a lot of different ways. So our organization, both Lyft Academy and Republic Airways, both uh, you know, a longstanding partnership with Dell. And they support us uh, with both our you know day-to-day technology needs, notebooks, towers, all of that, as well as you know kind of looking forward, things like big data, right? When we're doing flight training, we capture every parameter off that aircraft on every flight we do. That's 50 aircraft flying, you know, 12 to 14 hours a day. We want to take that data off the aircraft. We want to take the data we collect from our instructors on each flight they go on and start to, to make some really, you know, interesting observations. We want to use things like machine learning to help identify, again, on the front end, who are our best candidates for this program. Mm, interesting. seems like you could almost begin to optimize processes too, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could kind of collect all this data and, and standardize best practices and incorporate that into the training. Sure. When we've got each flight lesson broken out by maneuver, by task, mm-hmm. when you look at you know scheduling 300 students in 50 aircraft with 100 instructors, yeah. that, that's not a human task. Yeah. That's a task for our organization that we think could be certainly optimized through the use of you know, automation, machine learning, things like that. But even just the act of flying the aircraft, you could almost like optimize techniques. Uh, you know, you turned a little too fast here. You could almost like plot that against, you know, as you're collecting the data, you're plotting that against, you know, an optimal flight path or something like that. Oh, absolutely. Like a, yeah. a digital debrief, right? Yeah. After the or lesson, for the, how they down. use the fuel consumption or something like that. Sure. Yeah. When you're in the heat of the moment as a student, you know, you're out there flying you know, a maneuver we call steep turns or slow flight or stalls, you're focused on what you're doing. And, and you know, an hour or two later when you're sitting in a, a debriefing room, you're not going to remember the, the minutia of the maneuver. But if you're able to oh, pull yeah. that data up, yeah. like you're talking about. Interesting, yeah. You know, and really so you can look see at a little how spike or a little sure. bit, and, and not even be aware of it in the heat of the moment. Exactly. That's so interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I'd encourage everybody, too, to go to the Lyft Academy site and check it out. Yeah, uh, it's a I mean, site. Yeah, I mean, after you take a look at it, you want to become a pilot. I'm not yeah. sure that I'm in the target audience. I don't have that many years left. Yeah. Um, I should stop by next time. Uh, I will. Uh, that's, that's happening, period. Uh, yeah. You know, I am curious, though, about the, the journey. So uh, you talked a little bit about some of the prerequisite testing that you, did, that you do with students. You know, can you kind of walk us through – you know, the timeline of what it takes to take someone from a fresh start that, you know. Visiting your website. Yeah, visiting the website, you know, all the way through to getting that job offer from Republic. Sure. So the the job offer is basically inherent with acceptance into the program. Oh, wow. So it's, it's a guaranteed awesome. <laughs> career pathway program. Yeah. yeah. That's very attractive. So what we're looking at is obviously visit the website, apply online. 
uh, based on your application. If you know invited to an interview, you'll come join us at the facility. You'll take the computer-based aptitude test. You'll sit down one-on-one -on -one with one of our recruiters for an interview there, right? Because not only do you need to have the, the technical competencies to be successful, but you need to be a good fit for our organization, good cultural yeah. fit, right? Because with acceptance comes your job as a pilot at Republic. Yeah. So uh, we look at the training uh, footprint is about 12 months, you know, two months for private, two months for instrument, five months for commercial. And we buffer some time in there for, you know, Indianapolis winters. Yeah. So 12 <laughs> months, start to finish. And holes for everybody listening. <laughs> Don't get me started. Seriously. Love you, Indy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 12 months as a student. And then another 18 months as an instructor at Lyft. So during your time as an instructor, you're teaching people how to fly, building those, those core competencies and, and your experience uh, wow. to reach the minimums for hire at the airline. After about 18 months as an instructor, you'll flow straight into a uh, new hire class at Republic hmm. and become a first officer. Wow. Interesting. It's really great. Um, you know, one of our core goals is to enhance diversity in the industry. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, most pilots look like me or an older version of me, right? Yeah. Now we're, and, on, uh, a, we're on a podcast, so people can't actually see you. <laughs> kind sure. Of, kind of like Brad Pitt. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt, but better look, but better looking. But better looking. Spot on. <laughs> Love that. That's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, we want to, you know, enhance diversity with, you know, gender and race and, and everything else. And, and a big part of that, I think, is, again, lowering some of the barriers to entry I think it's finding the right people for the job, not just the people that can pay for it. Yeah. And it's getting the lift lab out there and allowing people, you know, we take it to, like I said, high schools, middle schools, we'll take it to urban schools and allow people to sit down, fly an airplane and picture themselves sitting in the captain seat. Yeah. Somebody who maybe never said, I see myself as an airline pilot because mm. again, most airline pilots, it's white males. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. the reality of it. So. One, one of the things that's so apparent, and again, I have the benefit of sitting across the table from you, is that you just have so much enthusiasm and passion for this. So, uh, Ed, if, if we were sitting down together two, three years from now, and you said, Mark, wow, it's been such a great ride, um, what would have happened? What what sort of is is going to make an impact on this on this world for you. I mean, there's some obvious things, but I mean, this is clearly you are very very passionate about this. So, what's like driving you? What's what's the dream that could happen in the next you know three to five years? Sure. So, I mean, the true mark of success for us at Lyft Academy is when one of our pilots goes through training, spends their time as an instructor, and then heads to the airline. I think for me, what's going to be the most satisfying is when I'm jumping on a plane with my fiance or my wife at that point, right, mm -hmm. three years out, uh, and we're going to Miami or we're going to Denver, and I look up front, and I see the captain or first officer, and as a Lyft Academy graduate, it's someone I saw walk in the door yeah. that had never flown an airplane, yeah. and now they're, they're wearing the uniform, they've got the bars on their sleeve. You say, ladies and gentlemen, from the play tech. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's going to be the true sign yeah. of success for that'll us. That'll be really, yeah. Emo that'll be an emotional moment. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Are there any limits, like, on age to start? Well, I mean, can I do this? <laughs> I'm not 65. Well, you got to come take the aptitude test first. But <laughs> All right, well, then I'd forget it. 
<laughs> so Duh. when we think about the lift program, um, as Republic does subsidize the cost of training, yeah. uh, we expect everybody who comes through the program to be with us at Republic for five years. Okay. Yeah. So as long as they can meet that five-year commitment, mm-hmm. they're, they're welcome to join us in the program. And oh, we're, we're excited to have yeah. them. That's cool. One of the fun things, uh, learning about you, is uh, well, Doug and I have been doing this show for two years, and it's just amazing that the, the, the leaders that we have on this show, it's not ever what they started out doing. I mean, they've had these really quirky career paths. We had one uh, woman on here that was a jeweler. She was a jeweler. She made gold jewelry. We had another person who curated an art museum. Uh, we had an expert in virtual reality who was a ballerina. Yeah. She only got into tech because she broke her leg. Wow. And, could, and that, really, that, that just changed her life. And you were with a band. And I looked out and I looked it up on YouTube. You were pretty, you kind of even had a minor hit, I think, right? <laughs> so look, everyone's going to want to know the band was called Quick Step John. So go find it. Is there, I mean, it's just so fun. But I mean, I keep seeing this te- this connection between technology and the arts. Absolutely. Over and over again. I mean, is is that is that resonate with you? Is that come alive for you? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, when I played in the band and I had long hair and, and all that, which I try to, you know, hide from my current airline pilot <laughs> students, on but YouTube. It's, it's still out there. So it's on YouTube. What uh, did you play? I played keys and a little Play bit key. of sax. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, you know, playing in a band nowadays is a very technological endeavor. I mean, True. we did all of our recording, right? Everything we did was on our PCs. Um, but, you know, working in technology, what is technology about nowadays? It's about creativity and innovation, right? Amen. So that really, I think, does align and resonate with with art, right? Yeah. Yeah, my, my 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 son was a tour musician, and he he has a, a started his own tech company now. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so Ed, just a, a delight having you on the show. Thank you so much. It's been wow, wow, just educational and inspirational, and we wish you all the best because I need you for my career. Yeah. <laughs> I spent half my life on an airplane, and. Uh, we need you to succeed. So Ed Bagden, Associate Director of Flight Operations and Safety at Lyft Academy. Thank you so much. We we'll hope you hope you'll come back and join us again someday. I would love to. It's been it was a, a pleasure. We just, joining you in know, today. we want to we want to see you succeed. So everyone, thanks so much for joining us. We we never take you for granted. Thanks for listening to our show and sending us so many nice comments. If you think about it, if you if you uh, are predisposed to leaving us a review on iTunes or your favorite platform of choice, we'd love that as well. This is Mark. Mark Schaefer, and on behalf of Doug Carr, we'll see you next time on Luminaries. Luminaries, talking to the brightest minds in tech, a podcast series from Dell Technologies.
Luminaries, talking to the brightest minds in tech, a podcast series from Dell Technologies, 